What is up, Flagger Foul Sports fans? This is your host, Tarun. And I just wanted to apologize real quick for the gap in videos. I was just been sick for a while, but I'm good to go now. So today, I wasn't even planning on making a video right now, but I just saw something that I decided needs an immediate video. And that is this Kyrie Irving trade rumor. According to Stephen A., Kyrie Irving was going to be traded for Ben Simmons, but KD said no. And then on top of that, just you're not going to be expecting this, but he said that if they want a three-peat, they should do the trade. He says Ben Simmons should be traded for Kyrie Irving if the Nets want to win. I'm just going to give you all a couple seconds to process what I just said. So yeah, my reaction is probably what you're thinking of right now. There's no way the Nets would ever want to trade Kyrie for Ben Simmons. Obviously, Ben Simmons, is his value has gone down a lot. If they were even thinking about trading Kyrie for Ben Simmons, they would have needed more people back in return. And why I don't understand what they would need Ben Simmons for. The Nets' problem, everyone says, is that they don't have a big. Well, yes, that's true. I don't really think it will affect them because they're, they, their scoring is just too elite. Even if they let up interior points, they're going to get a three almost every play, so... I don't really see the need for Ben Simmons, especially since Ben Simmons is not an elite defender in the playoffs. He was guarding Trey Young, and he got lit up by Trey Young. So he he didn't really step up in the big moments, as well as the fact that he has no confidence at all. Yes, his shooting won't be a problem for the Nets because of the amount of three-point scorers they have. Then they have Joe Harris, too, who is a pretty good three-point shooter. But I think that the problem with Ben Simmons is that he doesn't have confidence not only for threes, but for regular shots. When you look at the game that the Sixers lost, that game seven, Ben Simmons had an, in, a, in the late game, he had an open dunk with Trey Young coming to, to contest him, which Trey Young can't because he's 6'1 and Ben Simmons is 6'10. Guess what Ben Simmons did? He passed it to Matisse, to Matisse and Matisse got fouled on a, on a layup attempt. He missed one of them. That really cost them the game. Embiid even said, he didn't specifically say Ben Simmons, but he said, oh, there was a play where I thought we had an open shot and we didn't and we got free throws and we missed one, which he's referring to the Ben Simmons passing it out. So in the playoffs, he's not going to be someone you want on your team. You want someone that's confident, especially with the Nets because they're going to they're gonna be going on a deep run. They don't really need someone like Ben Simmons, especially when Kyrie. Kyrie has been proven to... to to be a highly effective scorer in the playoffs. The combination of Kyrie, James Harden, and Kevin Durant, it's not going to be stopped at all. I think that they probably have a better chance with these three than replacing Ben Simmons with Kyrie because let's look at Ben. if they had Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons isn't anything to worry about offensively, so they're just going to be focusing on KD and James Harden. Well, yes, it's, that's, it's not an easy task to guard any of them, I feel like that's at least a reasonable task than guarding Kyrie as well on top of that. I think the fact that they have Kyrie just makes it almost impossible to guard that team. Because even if a team has like two elite defenders, if you take the, the Clippers, for example, healthy Kawhi, healthy Paul George, definitely top-tier defenders. But even Kawhi, he's not going to be able to completely stop KD or Harden. Paul George definitely won't be able to stop Harden. But if it was just those two, they would they would do a reasonable job. 
it, it would be kind of manageable, which would make the game close. But now add Kyrie on top of that. Who's going to be guarding Kyrie? Paul George switches on. Who's going to be guarding Harden? That's what makes them unstoppable. They just have too many options. Each one of them, each one of them can go and get a bucket whenever you ask them to. I see no reason for the Nets to ever trade for Ben Simmons. If the Nets wanted to trade Kyrie, I'd say they need a, a very good big in return. And this won't be possible, but if they train Kyrie, I want to see someone like Embiid coming to them, which uh, of course isn't going to happen. But I want I want them to see like Embiid, a, a good defensive big, maybe even Towns. Or Towns doesn't really play defense that well, but just any good big. I wouldn't trade him for Miles Turner, but yeah, I would say Embiid would be a perfect fit for the Nets because he can stretch the floor too. He's he, he can get to work down low. He doesn't need anyone else there. But that's obviously not going to happen. Even if they were going to trade for Embiid, I don't think it would happen because KD, KD joined the Nets because he wanted to play with Kyrie in Brooklyn. What does it tell KD if the reason he joined the Nets is to play with Kyrie and the Nets organization traded Kyrie? He's not going to want to stay here for long. Ultimately, this franchise is belongs to KD. They're going to do whatever he says. If something happens that they think would make KD unhappy, they definitely won't do it. That's why Kyrie is not going anywhere. KD would not be happy with Kyrie being gone. And I don't think Harden would be happy with Kyrie being gone either. So, Kyrie, there's just no possible way Kyrie's being traded without them having the Nets for one more season. Because if KD's gone and Kyrie's gone then why is Harden going to stay there? He's going to stay there to play with Ben Simmons? Of course not. He's just going to turn into the Houston Rockets Part 2 relocated in Brooklyn. There's just no way he's going to he's gonna stand for that. So there's they're not trading Kyrie. Now, you know someone who they could trade for a big? I think they, can, they should try. They should take some combination of Joe Harris and Blake Griffin and try to get, like, Miles Turner or someone like that because while yes Joe Harris is a very good shooter do the Nets really need him I mean yeah they need him but did they really need him in the playoffs yes but he didn't show up that's the problem Joe Harris that was his first scenario in a in a game situation where there was actually some pressure on him if you think about the Nets before even when they made the playoffs with the core of D'Angelo Russell Jared Allen Karis LeVert they had no pressure on them. Obviously, no one expected them to make a deep run. I don't think they expected to make a deep run. So, this is the first... Against the Bucks. that was the first situation with high pressure on him. Because Harden was out. He did come back, but I don't really count that as even James Harden. Because he obviously was injured, but he came back for the team. He was probably at like 10 to 20% healthy. He, he couldn't even run the fast break. Kyrie was out after... Giannis landed on his ankle, which I think that there's there's more to that than it seems, but that that's another story. So it was just KD, and obviously KD was exceptional. He kept the he kept the series close. He almost won the series just by himself. But if Joe Harris was making some of the open shots that he's used to making, they definitely would have went on. And if they went on, obviously they're going to be KD by himself is being the Hawks. KD by himself is beating the Suns. On top of that, I guarantee Harden would be healthy by then. I guarantee Kyrie would at least be able to come back in the in the finals. So 
you can kind of really just say Joe Harris. If he played better, they would have won the series. Now, Blake Griffin is a pretty nice addition, but the whole point of Blake Griffin is that they kind of like have a big. Yes, he's a good lob. He's a he's a lob threat with Harden, but I feel like Harden will can make any big look better than he actually is because he relies on pick and roll offense a lot. So he makes the bigs look better. He gets them into open spots. I just think that if they had someone, if they flipped him for like Miles Turner or or like any any big man, maybe even like bring back Jared Jared Allen, a big man that can rim protect, that would be exactly what they need. But they have to be careful because if they have their their core big three, none of the big three can leave. If they have the core of Kyrie, James Harden, KD, and then they have an insane rim protector such as Miles Turner. There's just no possible way they're losing, other than injuries. Like, even last season, the only reason they didn't even win the finals is because of injuries. I think that if we logically look at it, no healthy nets, I don't think any team can stop them. And people are saying that, oh, the Lakers are going to beat the Nets in five. I just don't understand where people come from. Because if you look at the Lakers, let's see who their, their, big, their main core is. LeBron, AD and Westbrook. So, obviously, the key to stopping them is just packing the paint. None of them are above-average shooters. Yes, 80's a decent shooter for a big, but he's he's still a big, so he's not going to be shooting that many threes. Westbrook, obviously, is not a good shooter. LeBron, it did improve his three-point shooting percentage last season, but he's still not a knockdown shooter like that. And then they did have KCP, who they got rid of, who was their main like, catch-and-shoot player. A while, a couple years ago, they had Danny Green, catch-and-shoot player like that. They don't have him anymore. So, yeah, so I just don't see how they're going to be able to outscore the Nets. I'm not going to say how they're going to – I'm not trying to say how they're going to, like, guard the Nets because they're not going to be able to to play defense on the Nets. If you look at it, who's their, their their best defender is probably LeBron. Like, yes, LeBron's a decent defender in the playoffs, but is LeBron going to be able to guard KD? Of course not. Then let's look at the other matchups. Westbrook on Kyrie. I don't think Westbrook can stop Kyrie. Westbrook definitely cannot stop James Harden if they put Harden at the point guard, which they did talk about last season. Then who else are they? They're going to probably have – they might run – Carmelo, they might put Carmelo on Harden. Carmelo is just not going to be able to guard James Harden, especially at his age. People are thinking that this is prime Carmelo going on to the Lakers. It's it's not prime Carmelo. This Carmelo was this the, was like the second option off the bench for Portland. So he's not someone that he's not Denver or New York Carmelo. I just want everyone to remember that. that in that matchup, that matchup is built perfectly for the Nets. They don't have that many elite defenders, so the Nets are gonna feast if they figure out their defense. It's not that all that matters is the paint. Like yes, they're weak at paint defense, but all they have to focus on is the paint. So I think they'll do a much better job stopping the Lakers, and the Lakers won't be able to really outscore them. Which is when it comes to the Nets, the goal is to outscore because you're just not you're not gonna be able to guard that. Also, let's go back to what Stephen A. said, his definitely whistle-worthy statement. He said that they had to trade Kyrie for Ben Simmons in order to three-peat. Now, three-peats are extremely hard in the NBA, but let's take a look at this for the Nets. The Nets have the potential to be 
the greatest offensive team of all time. Yes, I know we do have the Super Team Warriors with, we'll go to their year of Steph at the one, Clay at the two, and then they have Katie, Draymond, they even had Boogie that year. That was an all-time great offensive team. But even last year, the Nets statistically were the greatest offensive team of all time. I think that last season was a was a bit weird because they didn't really, really play that much games together in the regular season. They basically figured everything out against the Celtics in the first round. So I think that if they if they're healthy, which they're all going to come healthy into the season, and they kind of they play a good amount of games together, kind of figure out how to split the offense up and defensive assignments. I think it's going to be scary for the rest of the league for a couple of years. Now we do know that the people that the big three on the Nets do have a lot of injuries. In the playoffs, they're injury prone, so I'll, I'll actually I'll I won't include Harden in that because last year was the only actual significant injury he's had. But Kyrie has been injured in the playoffs for a long time, like even back in Cleveland. So Kyrie has an injury history in the playoffs. Even last playoffs, he was injured, but that was more Giannis's fault than his. So I won't hold that against him. But I think I think that Kyrie mainly he's been asked to do so much at the point guard role that he he's doing too much than he than he can. So there's too much pressure on him. He's doing too much, gets injured. I think Harden will take some of that stress and pressure off of him to to be the the greatest guard in the series. I think Kyrie can take it a little bit easier when he's playing with someone like James Harden. Then KD, KD was healthy last season. That was good. That was good to see that he was healthy in the playoffs. He was playing forty-eight minutes, which is definitely something you want to see. If KD's healthy, it's going to be much harder for the Nets. I think Harden, Harden and Kyrie are still capable of going to the finals, but I don't think it'll be as much of a blowout as it would be with KD. I still think they can win with Harden and Kyrie, but it's definitely going to be much harder. But I think they can three-peat. And th- this core of those three is going to be scary for as long as they continue. Katie signed his max extension. Kyrie and Harden are expected to sign their max extensions soon, contract extensions. And we, but we all know this. As long as that big three is in Brooklyn, they're going to be attracting all kinds of stars. The hub of basketball is New York. And, for, and obviously most of the stars are going to choose Brooklyn over the Knicks because – they have that whole James Dolan problem over there. But we can already see all the Nets and the Lakers are currently the two biggest market teams. They're either going to go to play with LeBron or go play with KD. Uh, we can already see they got Blake Griffin come back. They got LaMarcus Aldridge come out of retirement to play with them. They got Patty Mills. They got Paul Millsap. So they're going to keep, they're going to continue to attract veterans that want to re- retire with the ring. Before, like in their last couple seasons, they want to retire with the ring for their legacy. You're going to see many different type of role players like that come to the Nets. So they're going to have a deep bench. And I think that this core can will definitely be in their prime for a couple more years. So I think they do have the potential to three-peat, especially as due to the fact that they'll get more scary over the, over the seasons as they learn how their defense fits together. I think that unless there's like an, an insane super team that forms in the, in the next couple of seasons, the Nets should be the favorites to win it each season. 
like this year, I guarantee you they will go. They will win the finals if they're health if they're healthy. I will be shocked if they lose the finals and be due to due to just playing bad because I don't see them losing at all unless someone's injured like last season. And let's go back to that topic of Ben Simmons here. I I have a prediction of where Ben Simmons is going to go. Now, Doc Rivers did confirm that Ben Simmons requested a trade formally, which obviously we all knew that. And then he kind of was like begging for Ben Simmons to come back. That I think is very bad for the league that someone like Ben Simmons, who's in like the second year off his rookie contract extension, and Ben Simmons is again Ben Simmons. He's not the best player. He's probably he shouldn't even be considered a superstar in the NBA. Someone like him is holding an entire franchise, especially a historic franchise like the Sixers. He's holding them hostage because he doesn't want to be held accountable, and it's working. I think the players have way too much power, and that just should not be allowed. It should be the Sixers tell Ben Simmons to suck it up and work harder and play harder. But instead, he is able to say, nope, I'm not coming to training camp, acting like he's a top three player in the NBA, which even then they shouldn't be able to really do that. But that's what he's acting like. He's acting like he's a perennial MVP candidate and he wants to leave. I think he needs to be reminded of who he is and why he's under under criticism in the Sixers organization. He should take a moment to really think, why are they blaming him? It's not that they want to put the blame on him, but it's that the, it's that he deserves the blame. They're not just trying to blame him. It was his fault in reality. And there are reports around the Sixers that Ben Simmons, he, he's, he was really coddled with the Sixers, and he never really worked hard or trained. Obviously, we, we every year in August, we see some IG trainer post that, oh, Ben Simmons is making threes. Get ready for next season. That will never happen. Obviously, most NBA players will shoot better in a pickup game. But Ben Simmons, unless he changes his mentality and he changes his worth ethic, he will continue to be the same player he's been. Like, there's been – I don't understand how there can be no improvement in shooting with the resources he has as a world-class NBA player. So that just shows that he's not working as hard. He has all the resources available for him to really be a better shooter. And that's not even the problem. He just needs to work on his mentality. He needs to be confident in himself. And that's something that all NBA players should have, and that's something he needs to be working on, but he really isn't. So I think that... Yeah, that is not good for the NBA that Ben Simmons is allowed to do that. But here's what I'm going to say is where he's going to go. I think he's going to go to the Timberwolves. And there's two possibilities that happen here. So the first possibility, let's take a look back at what Carl Anthony Towns tweeted out after they fired the head of basketball operations. It was like Gretchen Rosa or something like that. But anyways, he tweeted out WTF. Period, period, period. So Ben's so Carl Anthony Towns, obviously he was not happy with the Timberwolves for doing that move, which um I think that I think that it wasn't that bad of a move because if you look at if you look at Rosa, he he did actually come into the organization at twenty nineteen. And do you guys want to know who his first pick is? 
Jarrett Culver. So Jarrett Culver was their pick, and that wasn't even a pretty, a pretty bad pick. I think he was number 13, I believe. So let's look at his – let's pull up his stats real quick. In his rookie season, he shot 46%. Now, do you think I'm talking about the field? No, I'm talking about the free throw line. Yes, an NBA player that's a guard shot 42% from the free throw line. That that right there is that's that's worse than my free throw percentage in game. 46%. Now obviously he's in the NBA so he has to do what deal with the pressure of the fans, but no one at that level should be shooting below 70%. I I just can't understand that. And in his rookie season, he shot 29% from three and 40% from the field. So 29% from three is, that's that's definitely below average. But we say, oh, he's a rookie. He should improve, right? His three-point percentage 2020 to 2021 was 24.5%. Yeah, that's pretty bad. He went down significantly. He went from making one three a game to 0.4 a game. And he shot, he did improve his free throw percentage to 60, but that's still abysmal for a guard. And he went from averaging 9.2 points to 5.3 points. So I think that that's definitely, that is definitely not a good pick, which could lead to the reason why he kind of got fired. As well as the fact that apparently he had a relationship with someone else in the Timberwolves organization that definitely played a role. So I think that Carl Carl Anthony Towns obviously doesn't understand that. I think he's been unhappy with the Timberwolves for how the whole Jimmy Butler situation played out. They basically lost Zach Levine and a bunch of other players for one season and one first round exit with Jimmy and Jimmy Butler just destroyed the confidence of that team. He destroyed the confidence of both Carl Anthony Towns and Andrew Wiggins. Because Andrew Wiggins was never the same after that. But I think that Carl Anthony Towns is just unhappy in general. Obviously, Minnesota is a small market team. And Carl Anthony Towns is definitely a, a top-tier center in the NBA. So I think that he would ha- obviously have suitors on other teams. And just being in Minnesota, he and on top of that, this happened. I think that D'Lo, D'Lo's there, but I don't know how much, how loyal Carl Anthony Towns is to D'Lo. So I wouldn't be surprised if he requested a trade, really. And then obviously if he requests a trade, they're going to trade him to the Sixers. Now, the Sixers, why would they accept that? That trade, they could play him at the power forward as a stretch, so he wouldn't really crowd Embiid because he can he can shoot really well for a center, for a big man. He's probably like one of the best shooting big men in the NBA, so he wouldn't really stay in Embiid's way. I and I think that the Timberwolves are the exact type of organization to lose their star for someone like Ben Simmons, so. That's just a very Timberwolves thing to do. That would not surprise me at all. But uh, the other possibility is he goes to the Timberwolves, but they don't trade Carl Anthony Towns. They trade D'Lo. There's just no... If you've seen the Sixers asking price for Ben Simmons, there's just no way they're going to 
be able to get Ben Simmons without giving them D'Lo, especially since the Sixers do need a point guard. But I do think that they'll probably do some combination of Patrick Beverly, D'Angelo Russell, and some other role players, maybe a pick or two down the line because obviously they gave all their picks to the Warriors for D'Lo. So I think that's where Ben Simmons is going to go, most likely the Timberwolves. He's just not going to the Warriors. I'll tell you. I'll tell all of you Warriors fans right now. You can be happy that Ben Simmons is not replacing Draymond on your team. This that's just not going to happen. I would have Dave Draymond over Ben Simmons any time of the day. So that's that's just where I think he's going. Obviously, he might just go to like some small market team like the Sacramento Kings if the if the Timberwolves come to their senses and don't trade for him. But there's been rumors for around more than a year that the Timberwolves desperately want Ben Simmons. So I wouldn't be surprised at all if he joined the Timberwolves. And if you look at what other teams really want it will actually pay for the asking price the Sixers want, I can see the Timberwolves doing that. So that's kind of what I think about the whole Ben Simmons for Kyrie. That's just Ben Simmons is not being traded from Kyrie. The Nets, the Nets will not get fleeced like that. But the Timberwolves, the Timberwolves can, will get fleeced. So, yeah, I think the most likely trade destination for Ben Simmons is the Timberwolves, especially since they want him and for some reason they believe in him. We'll see in, in the future or even next season if Ben Simmons put in the work because he said that he actually grinded during the offseason. But he's, he's been saying that every year. So we'll see if he actually changed his ways and really worked hard and if there's any improvement. And that's going to wrap up another Flagger Foul Sports episode. If you want to give us your views, you can always go ahead to our YouTube under the same name, Flagger Foul Sports, and comment there. So, yep, that's another video.